He, but he's like, uh, he's like, yeah. By the way, I listened to some of your podcasts, and I was like, oh, cool. Did you like it? He's like, yeah, it was funny. He's like, you guys, you guys talk about dicks a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, so. I'm like, yeah. It's mostly Greg, though. He's like, oh god, yeah. It's usually Greg. Two <laughs> <laughs> well, seventeen. It's Greg. They say, they say you're supposed to talk about what you know. <laughs> that's right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Hello and welcome to History Defeats Itself. Why are you My yelling? name is Kevin Rosenquist. Thank you very much for joining us today. We are a comedy podcast that wonders why people never learn from our history. I am joined by my two co-hosts today, two men who... Annoy the shit out of me on a daily basis. John and Greg, how you guys doing? Did you, wait, <laughs> did you introduce us as your co-hosts and not your friends today because we're annoying the shit out of you? Do I normally say friends? You say something nicer than just co-hosts. That sounds very cold. Oh, That's I didn't know I was open. ever, I didn't know I was ever warmer I than that. I do prefer lovers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sexual partners. <laughs> nope. That sounds gross. No. Okay. Lovers sounds tender. Okay. <laughs> He's right. If we're lovers, it means you care. Mean is for lovers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did did anyone you know ever look up a city in New Hampshire? <laughs> oh, fuck. We did. No, it was Con- Concord. Was that it? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Shit, we, that, we did. did we, we ended the episode. We were like, oh, shit, we never did that. And then we thought of one. Was I it think we did. We came up with no, the capital. We, we came up with the capital. Oh. I think we had to like Google Shre- it, though. I think it was Shreveport. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta. It really, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't, and I think it's really funny. <laughs> we can't remember again. It's, I mean, we we're really want to apologize care. to everybody in New Hampshire. <laughs> we really, uh, it's more a product of us being stupid than you being Rochester. forgettable. Rochester. Oh, there we go. Yep. One of my favorite oh, isn't bands, that Massachusetts. Oc- one of my favorite bands, Ockerville River, is based in in New Hampshire. Or the lead singer, the Will Chef guy, he's from New Hampshire. They're boring. No, they're not. Fuck you. No. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about music. You don't There's... know. You just constantly listen to death metal. And con- it is Concord. Concord. There's Dairy, Nashau, Nashua at N A S N A S H U A. Nashua. Not na Nasha Nasha, maybe. Nope. I don't know how you say it. I think it's Nashua. Okay, hey. Kevin. All right, all right. Are we done? I, was, I, just, I, don't, I don't know, know if you guys were done. Follow us on social media. We are on Instagram. We're less on TikTok. We had a uh, we, we we caused a stirring debate about seatbelts on YouTube Shorts. That was interesting. Um, one comment was uh, really actually attacked your 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 uh, your 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 comment, Greg, which I thought was funny because clearly he didn't understand what the podcast was about that it was a comedy podcast say? it was something like like your argument doesn't make any sense or something like that i'm like yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> you should go I back and read person, them they're funny I, I hope that person was either like eight years old or 90 years old <laughs> because anywhere in between you're fucking stupid if you thought i was serious well obviously uh none of those people probably listen to this podcast because they didn't really I mean, understand I, what we do i said that you don't want to leave an ugly corpse for the emts mm-hmm. it's not like that was a serious comment 
I think you should leave as fucked up of a corpse as possible for those guys. I, I did. I, I, I do think that uh, one of them was was fairly funny. Uh, the guy who said uh, my body, my choice. I thought that was. Pretty <laughs> pretty I saw that one. I was just thinking if you're going to choke, it'd be kind of cool. If you're going to die, you need an EMT or just like swallow a snake. And then they go to give you mouth to mouth and just a snake comes in your mouth. That'd be kind of cool. Well, when the snake, when you suffocate from the snake, you're not, you don't have to live through it. Okay. (laughs) You're just doing it for the EMT. I apologize. (laughs) Yeah, John, get your head out of your ass. Excuse me. God, you're stupid. You're so dumb. Not, not arguing that point. All right, remember these uh, these episodes are on YouTube too, so if you want to see our gorgeous faces, feel free to jump on there and watch the episodes. Like us, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Review us if you feel like it. We haven't gotten any reviews in a while, but I don't give a shit. Do you guys? My no. mom my <laughs> no. mom reviews me all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Courtney reviews me too. Courtney, she got some very sharp criticisms. Elwood reviews me quite a bit. It's really like it's really awkward. A lot of criticism. God, that shot of DeSarono got me kind of... Oh, you're doing that uh, again? Yeah, I had no choice. I grabbed... I had no time after I got home, so I just grabbed the first bottle. And this thing is really easy to grab. You grab it That by is the- true. That is true. That is a nice feature of it. Okay. It's my turn to lead the crew tonight. So, guys, question. When you Answer. Th- when you think of iconic brands, what comes to mind? Maytag. Bud Light. Okay. Coca-Cola. Bud Light's an interesting one. Coca-Cola, okay. Um, Fiat. Okay. <laughs> DeSorono. DeSorono, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Montreal Canadian. <laughs> Mo- Mohawk Air. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I am not riding that airline. Although, I will say, probably a lot of punk rock playing, and that would be kind of fun. Because if you're going to go down, you may as well go down. (laughs) That was their tagline. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to go down, you might as well go down with Mohawk. Short-lived airline. (laughs) Very, very not not well known. That's their catchphrase. So one of the most iconic brands I can think of, Greg actually mentioned, made one of the biggest blunders a company could make back in the 1980s. Tonight, we're going to talk about the new Coke debacle. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Some of this comes from a 2015 Time article by James C. Cobb called What We Can Learn from Coca-Cola's Biggest Blunder. So Coca-Cola was invented in 1886 by farmer pharmacist John Pemberton. I said farmer okay, at first. Yeah. Definitely not done by farmer. <laughs> it's a pharmacist. So I'm kind of curious. Like every time we do one of these and you go back in history, people always, it's like Pemberton and yeah. Scooshity Boo and all these like. Scooshity Boo? I've never, I've never met a Pemberton, right? Like mm-hmm. what happened to these people? Did they not have sex and have children for their children went on? Or did they have all girls? And I don't know. It's possible. Like what, what happened? Well, here you go. Uh D- it, it was bought, Coca-Cola was, uh, the recipe was bought by Asa G. Candler. Candler. Candler, C. Oh, Candler. I also think that a, a, a lost art is the middle initial. I feel like uh, maybe we should be, I should be Kevin J. Rosenquist from now on. Uh, how about Thomas C. Howell? <laughs> okay. P. P. Wee Herman. <laughs> Oh, we, we was his middle initial. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. So it was bought you know, by... It's weird that they got rid of that letter of the alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. It was between uh, CPK. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm trying. I don't to know what's episode, happening right it's now. It's not working. It's not working. You're 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 crashing. Can we burn. get to the cocaine part? Um, there's not a lot about cocaine in here. Um, so anyway, it was bought by Asa G. Candler. He was very ambitious. And by 19, I'm sorry, by 1895, Coca-Cola was in every state, including large cities and small rural ones at soda fountains. I'm sorry, what year was this? Uh, that was 1895. And it was founded in 1896? I'm so confused. <laughs> 1893, John. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. man, they... What does this matter machine? to you, John? Uh, well, I mean, I was thinking, what's the matter with Kevin? So, so, so the original dude, Pemberton, John's boy, he he had, you know, he was getting it into soda fountains and stuff, and and but he didn't have as much entrepreneurial spirit as Asa did. So Asa was the one who was really ambitious, and then bottlers began uh, adding water to the syrup and bottling it by the 1920s. So that's when it really took off because then it was being, you know, it was being bottled. Uh, between marketing techniques and connections, the bottlers worked to make Coca-Cola the only choice wherever they could. So it sounds kind of like maf- a little bit mafia, you know, <laughs> just like, get out of here, Sprite. <laughs> you going you gonna to have a Pepsi or you going to have a Coke? Because uh, one of those is going to break your leg. <laughs> the other one's going to give you diabetes. Yeah. Well, they'll both give you diabetes. But would you rather have diabetes with two good legs or one leg? Again, would you rather have a product with cocaine in it? <laughs> So Look, only one of these is going to get you high, all right? And also, you don't get your legs broken. So it's a win-win, win-win, something or I other. I could imagine it came in a little pouch. <laughs> and you, you got your little, you got your caramel, no, no. you got your sugar, it, and then you got a your little bit of cocaine, and then you mix in some water, and then boom. The, the nice thing was they always put a little extra cocaine in there so you could do a quick bump before you mix it all together. Ah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Always that's just of, considerate. That's, that's just manners is all that is. Um... So, but as the suburbs grew in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, the small town stores were kind of pushed out by the larger supermarkets and the larger supermarkets. As one is known to do in a capitalist society. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the the supermarkets were stocking a larger amount of options. So there was far more competition for for cooler space. Do you guys ever go in in on those uh, those, like really off-brand sodas? Like the ones that are... 70 cents yeah my, my parents would do that sometimes in the when we were younger in the leaner times and that even like rc cola was like oh not good yeah most but of it's not good store brand cola oh yeah, yeah. oh the, the totally generic brands the those generic were ones yeah so uh, those were rough a, like uh, there was dr k dr check i don't remember those yeah, those are Dr. John's K was really like good a with Kroger doctors. <laughs> Would you so say I got more doctors than my mother? <laughs> Zing! I don't know what that was. <laughs> a Nike swoosh? Keeping, that's more keeping brands. score. I'm keeping score, I guess. Uh, supermarkets accounted for three fourths of the nation's grocery sales in 19. 19- that's seventy five percent. Very good. In, in 1982, and the rise of convenience store conglomerates like 7-Eleven made the soft drink sweepstakes even more competitive. Wait, there's sweepstakes? That uh, was just the terminology in the article. I copied and pasted that line. I didn't feel like rewriting it. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I feel like you're not really winning any prizes by picking a brand. Okay. Well, you could be you could be winning the prize of great taste. So, so wait, do you do you, do you prefer Coke or Pepsi? I prefer Coke myself. 
I don't drink I don't drink pop anymore. I don't know if you guys do, but but uh, when I do when I did, I like Coke. Do you prefer fountain drink or out of the can or bottle? Definitely the fountain. Like a, like a McDonald's Coke. Every once in a while, like Sheena and I'll go through a drive-through of McDonald's and we get a Coke, and it's like, holy shit, that's good. What's your ice preference? Minimal. <laughs> like okay. some, I need some ice. I was I don't going want... for shape, not uh-huh. necessarily quantity, but I okay. get to know. <laughs> oh, you were going for shape? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I like the ones with, with like the hole in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I like the little crunchies. Yeah, oh, like you the like crunchies. the crunchies? You like, I like the, crunchies. the crunchies too? Okay. Okay. So it's almost like a bit of a slushy for you. Yeah. Okay. Like that. A Coca Cola, a a a Coke uh, Slurpee is 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 delicious. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really consume caffeine anymore, so it's really tough for me. Right. To it's been this episode. it's been decades since I've Greg had one. But only I does really cocaine. <laughs> he does yeah. not do caffeine <laughs> at all. I can only do the cocaine. That's all <laughs> I can handle. His heart can't doctor's take orders. <laughs> Doctor Pepper's orders. So here's what you. <laughs> I uh. Yeah, I prefer Pepsi over Coke. Really, um, really? Yeah, I do. Cause well, cause it's the taste of a new generation. You old sons of bitches. <laughs> okay. Michael Jackson, remember? Yep. He lit his hair on fire. He, he did, did light his hair on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they came up with Pepsi Clear. <laughs> that was yeah. Funny. You know, it's it's funny. We'll uh, we can talk about. I didn't really uh, dive into that at all. But 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 that was or it was it wasn't Pepsi Clear. It was it was Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, it sure. was. Uh, I think it lasted less than a year because I, I read a little Gale bit about Pepsi. it. It was just. <laughs> It was just terrible. Just no one cared. And everyone's like, this taste is kind of weird. So it just didn't work. Anyway. Uh, and then, well, you know what they now. did with all that extra? They they turned it into Zima. <laughs> they had there all that go. Pepsi left over. And they're like, we got to do something with it. They're like, sell it to Smirnoff. <laughs> <laughs> they just added the alcohol. Yep. The nation's single most popular soft drink product, original Coca-Cola, had claimed roughly 60% of the market share in 1948. That figure had dwindled to 21.8% by 1984 uh, mm. in head-to-head competition with Pepsi, who whose consistently expanding share had grown to 188 So pretty close. Pretty close. 60% also known as three-fifths. Okay. Are we going to do this? Is this going to be a thing? <laughs> he's He's yeah. got a book on fractions, and he has just been going <laughs> crazy all week. He <laughs> just keeps reading it over and over again. Uh, Pepsi, which was developed in 1898, which was a few years after Coca-Cola was invented. Uh, oh, now was, you're going to tell us the order of numbers? Was developed by Caleb Bradham, and it was originally called Brad's Drink. <laughs> which, which, little, sounds, which sounds like, like water sports. <laughs> it sounds like water sports, <laughs> like pee. He's like, I'm going to pee in your mouth. <laughs> Get you some Brad's Drink. Oh, like he's the dispenser? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds, a little, it sounds a little self-indulgent, and yeah. then John made it even more self-indulgent. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's drink. The golden age of golden drinks. <laughs> Brad's drink. Brad's drink. The official, I'm getting really tired of all these blowjobs. <laughs> the, the official soft drink of R. Kelly. <laughs> It's Thanks so much, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. No way we can do any better than that. Have a great night. <laughs> we got canceled. <laughs> so uh, uh, Pepsi uh, was forced to declare bankruptcy twice, in 1923 and in 1931. Both times, they tried to sell out to Coca-Cola, and both times, Coke was like, nah, we're not interested. Um, Jeez, but they, that did, Brad, the did Brad still own it? That would have changed things. What did you say? Did Brad still own it in 1931 or uh, whatever it was? I, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. And it wasn't Brad. It was Caleb Bradham. Oh, okay. But he w- apparently 
like Brad. I, I don't know. Maybe that's how the name Brad came around. Who knows? <laughs> there, was, there was no Brads before that. There was no Brads he, before Caleb Brad. He's probably one of these assholes that like came up with his own nickname. You know, that's, like, that's not how it works, be asshole. Yeah. You don't you get mean like your own nickname. You mean like Cairo? <laughs> yeah, like Cairo. God, he's I, really trying to get that to stick. I do, I do, no, Sheena came up with that, and I don't, uh, I don't push it. I just put mm-hmm. it on here because mm-hmm. I don't change it every week. Just shut the mm-hmm. fuck up. All right, so Pepsi, <laughs> Pepsi found an argument. Very good argument. knows his real nickname is Bangs McGee. <laughs> no, that's never been a thing. Rosie was a thing. Didn't like Rosie. You were, um, you were Rosie? Mm-hmm. Who called you was Rosie? It, like in, in like cheeks? grad school or grad school, uh, grammar <laughs> school. I didn't go to grad school. Grammar school. <laughs> you know, in grad school, school that I made up in my head when I went to Princeton. I got my PhD in pornography. It's, it's, a, it's an at home course. And it's pretty hot dude is what I, <laughs> I look at. <laughs> so uh, Pepsi bounced back. And after that, they were in a fierce battle for market share with Coca-Cola, which became known as... The Cola Wars. The Cola Wars. Thank you, John. John, 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 John. In 1975, they introduced their marketing campaign. Who, Pepsi or Coke? Yeah, Pepsi. Uh, The choice of a new generation. No. Oh. Pepsi. Drink us, not Coke. (laughs) Uh, Pepsi. You would have been great. At the, did you get that from Chat GPT? Like, I don't, <laughs> Pepsi. Pepsi. We, we used to be called Brad's Drink, but we're doing better now with the name. <laughs> we're we're less we're less weird now. <laughs> so where did Pepsi come from? Do we know? No, I, th- I don't know that. But this was the Pepsi Challenge. Remember the Pepsi Challenge? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I do. Which for those uh, younger listeners out there was basically a, an ad campaign where they they would put. Two cups in front of someone, and they'd say, "Which one do you prefer?" And of course, in the commercial, everyone would go, "I like this one," and it was Pepsi. It was a blind, but it was a blind. It was a blind taste sorry, test. it was a blind taste test, exactly. Yeah, and uh, and that would be that was the market. If you don't know blind taste their eyes is, out. it's yeah. not blind people doing the test yeah. tasting. It's it's just people don't See, know what the brand is. See, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're okay. welcome. That's what I'm here to do. Here to educate with my PhD. <laughs> you want to be a pretty hot dude too, huh? <laughs> um. But uh, contrary to popular belief at the time, there was no science involved with the Pepsi Challenge. It was simply a marketing campaign. That's all. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, uh, wait a, a minute. That changes <laughs> just, everything. It does. Later, uh, later studies found that there wasn't much difference to what people preferred. It was pretty much 50-50 as far as what people preferred. But Coca-Cola's concerns about losing market share to the sweeter Pepsi caused them to feel that they needed to react there were also still rumors, Greg, that Coca-Cola contained merchandise number five, which was a stealth code for de-coconized coca leaves, which was in the original. There wasn't technically cocaine in Coca-Cola. It was de-coconized coca leaves. Are you sure? That's what, that's what this said. I don't know. I'm not. Did they de- did they decoconize the coca leaves in the boardroom? <laughs> that could. I bring in bring in. We gotta get the cocaine ball. out of these leaves. <laughs> I bring get these another, ones done, guys. <laughs> bring in another wheelbarrow. We're working all weekend. <laughs> Better get those prostitutes in here because we're gonna need some backup. I don't know uh, if you know this or not, but this is really affecting my boner. <laughs> More coke. Um. So anyway, the uh, uh, 
Despite the rumors, uh, merchandise number five had been removed from the recipe 20 years after its inception. So it hadn't been in the in there for a long time. No, but no, no. When, for those keeping score, 1913. There you in go. 1913, they removed it. Yeah. I don't know what the fraction equivalent of that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking work on it. <laughs> uh, and with, with President Reagan's war on drugs making headlines, the company didn't like the association... Uh, with that rumor. And so this brings us to Project Kansas. Oh, God. This sounds bad. It's a great Don't you name, think right? That there's like, there's cola wars and then there's wars on drugs. These are bad wars. What are good wars? Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, well, if, if we didn't get, if we didn't get right canceled now. on the R. Kelly joke, yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's called a joke, everybody. Swing for the fences. <laughs> so. so I had uh, that baby teed up and <laughs> you're, you're like, dear diary, got to use my Vietnam joke today. Uh, Coca-Cola's senior executives commissioned a secret project headed by marketing vice president Sergio Simon and Coca-Cola USA president Brian Dyson to create a new flavor for Coke. It's like a Bond movie. Boy, they uh, fucked up. Good. They commissioned some blind taste tests, uh, surveys, and, surveys, and focus groups, and the majority of people preferred the new flavor to both Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Hmm. When they found out it was a Coke product, they actually liked it even more. And when they asked if they would buy it, the response was extremely positive that they would buy it in these focus groups. They said words like "yes." And, and okay, sure. <laughs> and when Why can not? I go home? <laughs> You're paying me $50, correct? <laughs> Why am I not allowed to leave? <laughs> um, Why are there 50 of us here and only one toilet? <laughs> <laughs> and those poor people are still stuck in the Kansas project. <laughs> um. So, Coca-Cola was worried about releasing it as a new product because of fear of uh, cannibalizing their own products. And bottling companies who knew of these tests were hesitant to accept another Coke product to have to distribute because Diet Coke and Cherry Coke had just recently become a thing and they did them basically at the same time. So, all these bottlers were like trying to figure out the logistics of everything and they're like, hey man, we can't do another Coke product right now. So, the decision was made to just replace Coca-Cola with the new recipe based mm. on the focus group studies. This is not a good idea. CEO Roberto Goizueta uh. insisted that it say <laughs> new with an I exclamation mean, I mean, point. It's Senor Roberto. Gimiceta. I might just call him Roberto from here on out because I don't I know if Goizueta is right. <laughs> Bobby. Uh, but he insisted that it say new with an exclamation point on the can, which is why everyone referred to it as New Coke. It wasn't technically called New Coke. That's just what it looked like on the packaging. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Exclamation mark. <laughs> have you ever been to the Coke bottling plant in Atlanta, Georgia? I have not. It's pretty It's pretty cool. It's actually really cool How how many bottles and cans and stuff they do in a day. I've seen the show How It's Made. Don't think there was a Coke episode, but still, I've seen that show. 
<laughs> I want to see the Coke episode where they're showing you how to make cocaine. <laughs> Dude, that was the gets. final show of the <laughs> final episode where they got canceled. So Discovery was like, Mm-mm. yeah, can't do that. Can't. I mean, we're gonna air this. We're totally gonna air this. <laughs> And on reruns, too. <laughs> it's going to go into syndication, for sure, but you are canceled. So our friend Roberto announced the new formula on April 23rd, 1985. The massive promotional push, including celebrity endorsements from people like Family Man and all-around good guy Bill Cosby, and free samples helped make it seem like the change had been a success. All-around all good guy? <laughs> Really? I added that all part. around. Good, good. You get yeah. the new Coke and you get all rapey. <laughs> <laughs> the thing That's I my like preferred. to do is you get a you get a new Coke and you take this little vial and it's got a powder in it, see? And you pour it in like that. <laughs> That's what then, I like to call my comeback and then you drug. Hand it to somebody. <laughs> it's it's the drug that sobers you up. <laughs> so uh Things changed quickly after the initial positive response. The people rebelled against the new formula. The company received as many they as... They took to the streets. They did. Uh, the company received as many as 8,000 calls per day from irate customers. A psychiatrist whom Coke had hired to listen in uh, on calls told executives that some people sounded as if they were discussing the death of a family member. <laughs> People were so pissed. Can I just, How would you like to get that job as a psychiatrist? Uh, I went I, to Harvard. I just want to say, what's what's wrong with us? And just <laughs> us, I mean, human beings. Like, why do we care? It's Coke. I don't the know, The thing man. that you're addicted to is the sugar. It's in all of them. That's it's why you want to think, John. You never, you always have a hard time with nostalgia. That is true. And, and tradition. Yep. You don't yeah. like it. You don't like nostalgia or tradition. It's not that I don't like it. Nope, you don't like it. It's just <laughs> that you hate your childhood and everywhere you, and everything about where you came from. Oh, that's exactly right. So his nostalgia is fucked up. Oh, man. I feel like we're about to open Holy a door shit, here that I cannot Kevin, stop That was crying. really fucking smart. Yeah, we're definitely changing the course of this episode right now. Yeah. John, I want, I want to talk to you. I just, I don't, just like, did. I have nostalgia <laughs> about things. Yeah, you know, like music and stuff like that. But I just, I don't understand. And, and I will say this, just a little side note. I am coming around on the sports stuff, right? Like, I don't like it, but it's like, all right, I get it. Like, I get what people get into this stuff. But this is, it's just, it's Coke. Like, what? It's just a drink. It's just a soft drink. And it's, it wasn't that different, <laughs> right? I bet it, it, like, what? <laughs> yeah. I remember it tasting a little too saccharine. Well, for this uh, guy's palate, Pepsi was out. known to be the sweeter of the two, and that's one of the things they were trying to compete with. That it was, you know, and they it, were trying it, to make it sweeter. It, it was like an artificially sweet situation. Well, no, because I think so. I, hey, hey, I'm just going by what I remember. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll, talk, we'll talk. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was still sugar or whatever the fuck they did, but it was not. Mm, wasn't as good. No, I re- I remember Coke, you know that that version, and it wasn't. It, I did not like it as much. Definitely, yeah. I don't remember. I, I remember it coming out, but I don't remember. You don't remember like, how you felt about. It. I remember the Crystal Pepsi yeah. too. That was. I remember Crystal Pepsi. That yeah. that I did not like at all. That was a very that funky flavor. And, and then I remember Saturday Night Live at that time because there was a lot of clear stuff coming out of it. And, and that was Pepsi. why. That's exactly why they did it because there was a bunch of clear stuff. That was like the big rage. Yeah, they Saturday came out Live with like did a, clear a, Sprite and clear Seven Up. <laughs> yeah. Water, water stuck, which water. actually stuck. Yeah, it did. Clear <laughs> water is that what you said? <laughs> clear water. Yeah. 
Um, no, but uh, like I remember, like the Saturday Night Live did a skit where they were doing clear gravy for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I, that's I remember that. That's solid. I like that. Yeah, that really seems that seems like a good memory. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for that. That's that was nostalgia for my childhood. There you go. Yeah. So protest groups formed. One was called the Old Coca Cola Drinkers of America. Okay. <laughs> very to the point. They, I feel like they, I feel like they were like, what do we call ourselves? I don't know. We gotta come up something quick. <laughs> Our deadline's coming up. Our deadline's coming. I'm on the phone right now with the namey people. You gotta give them the name. <laughs> the namey people. Um, the group's founder, whose name was Gay Mullins, filed a class action lawsuit against the company which the judge threw out, citing that he preferred the taste of Pepsi. <laughs> which, to me, is him saying, go fuck yourself with this frivolous lawsuit. <laughs> that sounds an awful like, lot like uh, John's Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> I thought that was great. I love that's If that's fantastic. true, I think that's awesome. I love that judge. Like, yeah, and I that like judge Pepsi better. Justice Chief Roberts. Or <laughs> John, Clarence John Rob- Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Judge Wapner. <laughs> Some compared the change to burning the American flag or rewriting the Constitution. Yeah, uh, one I can le- see that. One letter read, God and Coca-Cola have been the only two things in my life. Now you have taken one of those things away from me. I don't think God had But at least I still got my guns. <laughs> <laughs> so now I got more things. Was there like, did, was there like a video at that time of... of uh, Kid Rock shooting up Coca-Cola cans <laughs> with a machine gun. <laughs> there should have been. Oh, God. Uh, is new Coke, I think new Coke is a pronoun. <laughs> I don't like it. They Coke. Um, ads for new Coke were booed heavily when they appeared on the scoreboard at the Houston you- Astrodome. Oh, I was going to say, I thought if you're sitting at home and the commercial comes on, you <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit? One of the things Nilsons does is they, crack <laughs> they have <booze>. mics. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that 99% of people that are booing in fucking stadiums are just doing it ironically. Or just, yeah, or just joining the I don't the crowd know. There was, did you not hear there was a society started, <laughs> the old Coke drinkers of America or something? Like, those guys, no offense, but they sound kind of like pussies. You know, you know what were, these people needed? They needed the internet. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't, we never, we've never said that one before. Yeah, they were crying out for the internet. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even know it. Right, well, because they just they wanted to bitch to somebody, and they wanted to bitch to each other, and if they would have had Facebook, they could have, there would be like a whole, there would be like a 200 million people on Facebook group hating new Well, they also, if they could come up with a better name, I think that maybe they could, you know, there's, there's no spark to it, you know? They needed That's like, true. I don't like, like Coke Masons or something that like, you know, like something that applies to something Coke, like the, Coke the Coca-Cola drinkers of America. Like, what the fuck? Well, who's getting behind that? How about like Coke Addicts? Coke Addicts of America. Coke Addicts is good. No, that would have, that would have taken off. But a lot of people like, oh, this is not what I thought it was, but. Cokenstein. Uh, people in the South were most angry about it. Some called, right. some called it a surrender to the Yankees. Remember, this is 1985. <laughs> when uh, all, to be fair, we were still really mad about the Civil War. <laughs> like we, they're still Because it was mad. only 100 years yeah. old. It was kind of fresh. <laughs> we we kind never of fresh let that one go. <laughs> that's, what, it, that's actually why I'm growing out the beard. I, got, like, I know I'm going to get drafted any day to go back and fight the Civil War. So I want to have a good Civil War beard, you know? 
catch the, you would die catch on the, the first day, John. Oh, <laughs> definitely God, yeah. on the first day. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't die on the first day. I'd get shot, get gangrene, and then die like a month later. Is the gangrene still a problem? I mean, if we go into civil war, I think it's going to be. <laughs> so so that's, mean, we, that'll bring it back. Yeah. If we have a civil war, we have to like go back to the yeah. 1800s. Well, we can't use we have full to have the same medical. We yep. have to use muskets, right? So and cannons. Yep. I like it. I think it's good. Uh, a columnist from the Aniston Star, Aniston Star in Alabama noted. Uh, Roberto's Cuban origins and insinuated that the flavor change was a communist plot. Even speaking of communism, even Fidel, Ca- Fidel Castro was pissed. He called it a, <laughs> he he, lo- he apparently loved Coca Cola and he called it a sign of American capitalist decadence. Oh God, he's right. Hey. Oh, he was right. I'm gonna die. <laughs> speaking uh, of I communists, mean, I, you know what? I'm just so happy that the communists and the Southerners were getting along. <laughs> I know, right? It's like the right. first thing they ever agreed on. <laughs> God, it's kind of like it's kind of like that movie. Uh, Independence Field of, Day. Field of Dreams, oh. <laughs> where, the, where the whole world unites against aliens, but instead it's everyone unites against fucking Coke, Coca Cola's. Okay, is there anything that you think could happen where you would ma- be that mad? Like anything? Like is there anything for either one of you? Like like outside of like your family being harmed or something like that? Is there you something mean like that, a product or something in that anything, realm? Like a yeah. sports team? A pro- is there anything that could like if if all of a sudden the Canadians said they're gonna change their name to the Canucks. <laughs> like, is that a racist thing for Canadians? I don't know. <laughs> no, there already is a team called the Canucks. <laughs> oh, okay. So that would be really weird. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think the only thing that would piss me off like that is if I went in to get a tattoo and I asked for something and then I look and it's just a ball sack. <laughs> that even, would piss me off. It's a, very similar ana- a- it's a very good analogy, yes. Yeah. Even if you ask for a ball sack? <laughs> no, like- that's the whole point. Oh, okay. I asked for a portrait of John Banks, and I get a ball sack. Yeah, well, I'm not happy. I mean, how do you tell the difference? Like, why really? is this ball sack so wrinkly? No, sir, just stretch out your skin. <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> I don't know who you're making fun of in that one. <laughs> I forgot I was 87 years old. My bad. <laughs> so outside of the South, the reaction wasn't too bad overall. But when the company met with international bottlers in Monaco, the bottlers straight up said they weren't interested in selling the new recipe. That surprised them, which is odd to this me. This new recipe, I'm not going to sell. Well, I was when I read that, I was like, so you didn't even think to like ask like if people would still bottle it before you released it? Like that just seems like kind of maybe you might want to do that. But yeah, you remember you introduced this topic by calling it a blender, Kevin. Yeah, but that's. So why are you surprised when everything you're that saying surprised, after that, that surprised is me because well I think the blunder is in is in that they they totally misconstrued the reaction from from the people the the, the consumers I I don't I was I was surprised that they didn't at least ask like international bottlers hey we're thinking about doing this would you still sell it you know in fairness they probably didn't even know they had international bottlers <laughs> <laughs> nobody so, nobody was checking their email well, I mean, someone's like hey did you know that we sell this all over the world. <laughs> What? It tastes like shit. You guys know that, right? Just, you know this takes rust off a nail, right? <laughs> People are drinking this in other countries except this dumbass one. You know, and you put a French tooth in a to brush his teeth with. <laughs> I didn't know if John no. had one there. Okay, I was done. I was. Done. <laughs> He's got nothing. 
Pepsi even took out a full-page ad in the New York Times proclaiming victory in the Cola Wars, which I would have done the same thing. <laughs> Mission accomplished. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I don't think that. a lot of people are going to get that. Like, I love a good really, GW yeah. reference. Yeah. On July 11th, 1985, just 79 days after New Coke's launch, the company announced they were bringing back the old recipe, dubbing it Coca-Cola Classic. Yep. ABC News. I remember that. Yeah. ABC News interrupted General Hospital with Peter Jennings to share (laughs) this big news of the day. On the fairness, most adults at that time were at work. (laughs) Not at home watching General Hospital. (laughs) On the floor of the Senate, David Pryor said, uh, Senator David uh, Pryor said it was a meaningful moment in U.S. history, and letters and calls came flooding in, thanking and praising the company. Peter Jennings is Canadian, so it's kind of funny how Canadians just kind of step in and take over U.S. shit. Every time we were always bailing you guys out. You mean reading news that happens? It's not easy to do it without saying A every other word. It's true. <laughs> and he nailed For it. Canadians or for everybody? <laughs> for Canadians. Oh, Greg, gotcha. Greg calls me every morning at 6 a.m. and reads me the news, and he always says A. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do. He's like, good morning, A. <laughs> That's nice, though. I mean, I, I, would, I, would, I would love that. I'd love to get yeah, the day's headlines nice. from Greg. Well, you well, can read. conference you in. Remember when I wanted to do a news podcast? Come on, we can do that still. Somebody out there, pay us to do a news podcast. No one's paying for any of this. Ever. We're like New Coke for podcasts. (laughs) No, we're not. We didn't change it. Well, we did change our recipe, actually. Well, but yeah, but but nobody formed a committee or a fucking thing to stop us. Nobody knows. (laughs) My mom does. (laughs) So... I don't think my mom knows. Uh, no, I texted her. Oh, okay. So. You texted my mom? Thank you for uh, that. I did. Uh, the new recipe would stay on the shelves. Dick Eventually, uh, they called it Coke 2 mm. uh, in 1990. And by because the end it cost of- less for the lettering to go from classic to 2. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. By the end of 1985, Coca-Cola Classic was outselling both New Coke and Pepsi by 2 to 1. So that ended up working. So, I mean, that was July that they changed it back. So pretty quick, it turned around back in favor of uh, Coca-Cola Classic. And Coke Everybody 2, was like, oh, what a relief. Coke 2 These would stick around Coke. until, do you guys, when do you guys think Coke 2 went away? 1997. I was going to say 1999. Greg wins Price is Right. 2002 uh, was when it was uh, officially discontinued. Seems Can you imagine if you had one of those been. cans, how much it'd be worth? Probably something. Yeah. Um, our 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 buddy uh, family, our family man and all around good guy Bill Cosby severed his partnership with Coca Cola, claiming that his commercials praising the superiority of the new formula had hurt his credibility. Oh, it was that. Which is kind of ironic, knowing what we know about him. Well, now. they did. They did actually use that in the rape case against him. <laughs> So, do you know he was a spokesman for that new Coke shit? People were like, yeah, but he's also, that man is guilty. What a monster. He fucking is a monster. He's a yeah. total monster. And he's out, right? Didn't he go out yeah. and get out? Yeah. So <clears throat> that is the story of new Coke. The, um, the interesting thing about this is what the execs of Coke uh, realized after this is that all their market research gave them info about how people felt about tasting the product. 
but they completely underestimated the emotional attachment people had to the original Coca-Cola product, which to John's point earlier is, is wild that people could have that strong of an opinion about a soft drink. So do you want to, so Courtney and I, we were talking last night, um, as we about do, Coke, about <laughs> you know, not, not, not the drink. Oh, <laughs> so we yeah. were, we were talking to our dealer. Um, no, we, we were talking about marketing because Courtney's like, she is really smart and um, she likes statistics. So a lot of times when they say like, you know, you're 50% more likely to get cancer from blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, a lot of times it, the thing, it may be that you have a half a percent chance of getting cancer if you don't smoke. And then if you do smoke, you get a one, you have a 1%, right? So you're double, right? But it's actually, it sounds way more dramatic. But anyway, so one of the things we we're talking about is that, uh, <clears throat> One of the worst sciences about 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 surveying people is in diet, because basically, when you look at the data, ice cream should reduce your chances of getting diabetes based on the market research and data they've collected. Huh. And that's a true thing. And the reason for that is because, well, it, it could be a lot of things. It could be number one, people who tend to eat a lot of ice cream. Are like in other words, people are probably lying about it because they have shame around it or something like that, right? And so anyway, so it's like basically because they have they don't, shame around being a an ice cream eater. Well, well, like or like obese or you know or or, or eating having like a sweet tooth or whatever. So basically, it's like that, and it's because basically it's like like the you know because yogurt is supposed to be like help reduce diabetes and yogurt is supposed to be like a very healthy food. Well, if you look at the data, ice cream and yogurt are almost equal in what they do for you and the like health benefit. But but people don't like advertise their ice cream as healthy, <laughs> right? But yogurt does. So it's just it's just like a very I don't know. It's just fascinating. so are are we putting out there into the world that uh, ice cream makes you healthier? According to the data, it re- reduces According your chances. To Courtney, it does. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. It sounds like but Courtney just wanted to go to Ben and Jerry's. I'm pretty sure <laughs> she, she does just it. had a sweet tooth. She does it. Courtney does have a sweet tooth. I have a sweet tooth. I'm like, yeah, that works for me. Let's go get ice cream. Are um, you still smoking weed? Me? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I don't smoke weed. Do you? Do you? Do you take cannabis? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's probably why you have a sweet tooth. <laughs> well, right, but I mean. But even when I don't do that, like I just yeah. fucking man, give me ice cream or give me death. I think that was George Washington that yeah, said that. I'm pretty sure. I I'm a big ice cream fan myself. Like that's, that's it's actually something I strive not to have in the house because yeah. <laughs> I could just yeah. crush it. Absolutely yeah. crush it. It's like chunky monkey. Delicious. Give me, give it's me a amazing. pint of chunky monkey, and I will I'll take that son of a bitch out. Ugh. Make sweet love so, to it. But anyway, but so the point is, is like, pe- point being is like, yeah, people are stupid. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that's that the point? Oh, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> you I mean, can that's bend science, podcast, but you can bend science any way you want. I, I, I agree. Yeah. Like the cigarette, like the smoking thing that you said about the, the 0.5 versus 1%. I mean, I think we all know that, you know, John, you and I were smokers for many years. We know we re- we very vastly increased our chances for lung cancer. I mean, you just, for you sure. did. We did. Yeah, for sure. Know? But but that's the thing is like you know when and then when they say it, like and I'm, not, I'm definitely not advocating for anybody to smoke don't don't do that don't vape don't smoke don't you know don't keep your nice healthy lungs healthy and clean but you know but it is kind of interesting because it's it's like they're like oh you're 50 percent more likely to get lung cancer if you smoke right and and I don't know what the number is right but you know maybe it's your maybe you're five percent maybe you have a two percent chance of getting lung cancer if you don't smoke and you have a four percent chance of getting it but when you say it you're 50 percent more you're 100 percent more you know like it, it's like it sounds so like oh my god but then you you actually don't if you don't know what the Statistics for people who get lung cancer yeah. who never smoke, 
then it's like it, it really is just like an empty number that it is emotional, but it doesn't actually have any meaning. I like chips. God, they're fantastic. Wait, <laughs> the TV show? What's your chip of choice? Ponch. Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> said ponch. ponch. What does that mean? No, I don't like ponch. What is ponch? From the show Chips. From the show Chips. <laughs> you... <laughs> My brain was not even anywhere near that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What is that? Why are we? Why is there not a chip called Punch? Oh my God, that's a gold Punch mine. and John, right? Because was it? It was John and then John Baker. John yeah. Baker, yeah. Yep. Oh my God. No, okay. But outside of the show, what's your chip of choice? I like I like wavy Lay's barbecue. Oh, that's pretty solid. Yeah, that is. I like I like, I like a good I like a good uh, salt and vinegar chip. That's good too. <sighs> Usually, like a, like a kettle, the kettle cooks, so it's a little bit, a little bit kind of crunchier. Kind of gets you like right there, right? Yeah, yeah. Burns, uh, c- burns your mouth, but like if, in a good if, way. if we can, if we can get dip in the in there, uh, the 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 the, the, the ruffles mm-hmm. with like like a French onion dip. Mm-hmm. Oh man, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's get dip in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, get, I, I don't read? see any reason why not to. <laughs> what right now? <laughs> yeah. I, okay, I, hold I, on. I'll be give me twenty it, minutes. Could you could you do that? <laughs> could you send some to me? I'm gonna go to the store. <laughs> I'm on a DoorDash. So, Seven hundred fifty dollars. Uh, uh, it's uh, where am I? All right, there we go. Um, all right. So some of the exa- examples that Coke could have learned from uh, Schlitz beer. Uh, the oh, Schlitz beer situation began in the early 1970s Thanks when the for company ruining my next episode. But uh, go on. <laughs> when the company decided to alter its brewing process to cut costs and speed up production. The new process led to a decline in the taste and quality of the beer, ultimately causing a significant drop in sales and reputation. Now, that's an interesting one because being in Colorado, like there's a lot of crap brews that get bought up. And as soon as they get bought up, they figure out new ingredients, cheaper, faster, whatever, and it always goes downhill. It's a bummer. Well, I think the difference is that Schlitz, Schlitz probably didn't advertise the fact that they changed their recipe, where Coke yeah. used that as a marketing that's a good point. Strategy and it backfired. I, that I think. Way. Well, I mean, well, the problem with Schlitz is it tastes like Schlitz. Well, it's not good. After. To it was start never. With, it was never so, good. Yeah, yeah. it's never good. I wonder if if Coca Cola changed the recipe and they never told anybody if people would notice. Uh, yeah, I would be curious. That's I would interesting. Be curious too. I think yeah. people would have figured it out eventually. People would have put their uh, put their thinking caps on. That uh, <laughs> like, that that you know guy what? Gay <laughs> Mullins or whatever his name was who formed that group would have been like something's amiss. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah. I'm gonna figure you it know out. What? But it's I, not enough to ban a group together. <laughs> I can't get a group like, together yet. Is I, I'm gonna stop drinking Schlitz, and I'm only gonna drink Coke because there's something off about this Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna yep. figure it out. Uh, the Ford Mustang II, uh, 1974 oh. to 1978. Ford's attempt awesome. to adapt the popular Mustang brand to a smaller, more fuel-efficient car during the oil crisis led to a mixed response from the public. It was also butt ass ugly. Well, it sold. It sold well initially. Um, yeah. But the Mustang II is now considered one of the least desirable Mustang models due to its underpowered engines and lack of distinct styling. Well, it and looks Kevin's it's like endorsement. The, it's like the Pinto One. <laughs> it, it looks like a Pinto. Yeah. Right. Like that. So, yeah. The, the Mustang Two is not. Yeah. It is not a good car. So. And it's ugly as fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> it's an interesting. I, I thought this topic was interesting because. You know, you, you have one, like one of the biggest brands in the entire world. You know, it's like you think about that's one of the reasons I asked you guys what you considered the biggest brands 
is because if you think about some of the biggest brands you can think of completely just changing, like you, John, you mentioned Bud Light, which is obviously in the news a lot for other reasons that, uh, right now. But if they just up and change their recipe, if Budweiser just changed its recipe and like, you know, people were, people would get pissed. I bet they would. People would get pissed because there's a lot of fucking Bud drinkers out there and they don't it's want probably a change. good example. It, it, Coke changing the recipe, I'm sure, um, has, has made other companies decide never to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if it saves money and all that shit, they're not, but people, people have tried different things, you know, like, like we talked about crystal Pepsi and that was a complete disaster, but they didn't change the recipe of Pepsi in the process. Yeah. And when you stay with the original, like classics, I know they call it classic, but Mm -hmm. I think that just, you're not going to get a new, a new product that's going to replace it. It's like clear Pepsi. I I mean, honestly, I'm trying out new Greg's right now and, so How's far, it the up results are pretty well, good. Not very well, is it? It's well, going well. I mean, yeah, I, I found some like younger, healthier. Um, There's no such thing as a younger Greg. <laughs> Sorry. There's definitely no such thing as a healthy Greg either. I know a couple. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. We're not. I hope my other Gre- friend Greg still listens to this because you're not. You're not doing great. <laughs> you need some chin-ups or something. <laughs> you should go to a doctor. You may be I am dying. actually legitimately worried about your well-being. <laughs> You've got that mole on your neck. <laughs> we need to. To have checked out. All right, guys. Last call. No. Oh, shit. I better pour it. Hang on. Pour it away. Pour away. Water. Water. You oh. fucking pain's going to take I'm gonna a go run. I'm going to go for a run. Going to take a run like an elitist, elitist no, asshole. I'm run for my, I told you. I'm going to run from my feelings. What are you running from? Your feelings? Is life. Said? Running from life. Well, I, I'm going to drink for life. Cheers to the people who do dumbass well, things to make Too their life. mark in marketing and uh, fuck things up. Cheers. To Greg. <laughs> Thank you, John. Thank you, Greg. Thanks, everybody out there for listening. Until next time, drink that Coke. Ah, someone to do a better, better one than that? I don't have any. I don't have a sign off. No, that's good enough. Okay. Uh, Coca Cola. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>